Welcome to Grizzlies Weekly, the first edition of the 2019-2020 season. I'm Tyson Whiting, and for the Utah Grizzlies, it's preseason week, it's training camp week this week. As for the Grizzlies, they're taking on the Idaho Steelheads on Friday, October 4th at Maverick Center, and Saturday, October 5th at Central and Carina in Boise. And then the Grizzlies and Steelheads will meet 16 times during the regular season. It seems like a lot because, well, it is a lot. So the Grizzlies and Steelheads will get very familiar with each other. As for the Grizzlies, a lot of new faces, but yet there are a lot of our returning players as well as Tim Branham enters his seventh season as head coach and general manager of the Utah Grizzlies. Coach Branham is the winningest head coach in Utah Grizzlies history. He's got 215 wins. He's got a regular season record of 215, 162, and 54. His assistant this year will once again be Ryan Kanasiewicz, who's going to be in his third season, second full year as assistant coach. Kanasiewicz is the all-time leading scorer in Utah Grizzlies history. Kanasiewicz had 156 goals for the Grizzlies in five seasons. He had 200 assists as well. He's the all-time leader in goals, assists, and points. And so we got a good coaching staff once again this season. New equipment manager and new trainer. The new trainer is Brady Kufod. And the equipment manager is Matthew Schwegman. Both of them are their, both of them are in their first seasons with the Grizzlies, but both come over from the SPHL's Peoria Rivermen. So they were teammates over in Peoria last season. So it should be interesting and uh, certainly good to have those guys along for the ride. Equipment manager Chris Shornak has gone to become an assistant equipment manager uh, in the AHL with the Ontario Reign. And I believe last year's trainer, Brian Erspalmer, is with one of those AHL teams in California. I think he's with the Stockton Thunder. So uh, we hope uh, and we uh, we hope uh, for good success for uh, those two, Chris Shornak and Brian Erspalmer, who were great last season as well. So for the Grizzlies, they've reached the postseason 11 of the last 12 years, and uh, really they're just trying to find a way to get back to the postseason once again. And it should be interesting this season because for the Grizzlies, obviously a lot of returning players, but yet still a lot of uh, players that uh, you have to get to know. And I think just like last season when there was a lot of forward depth, I expect to see a lot of forward depth uh, once again this season. There's a lot of talent among the forwards here with the Grizzlies. Remember last season's postseason? Uh, yeah, we won't forget about last year's playoffs. Uh, it was really strange. The Grizzlies won game one in a blowout, 7-1. to one, And really, it could have been even more than that. The Grizzlies called off the dogs with about eight minutes to go in that game. And then uh, just after that, uh, you know, four straight overtime losses. Hard to really explain how or why or anything like that. Kevin Carr was outstanding in goal as uh, he had a save percentage of near 940 in the postseason. Carr's playing overseas uh, this year, and uh, some new goaltenders for the Utah Grizzlies. Joe Kanata is also overseas as well. We'll get into all the new faces with the Utah Grizzlies here shortly, but let's get to some of the guys that are coming back for the 2019-2020 regular season. Remember, the rosters are subject to change, after all, because of training camp. Um, the rosters are fluid, seems like, on a daily basis. So right now for the uh, returning players, two defensemen that both played in all 72 regular season games last season, they're back. Taylor Richart and Tegan Zahn were the only two Grizzlies players to appear in every game last year. Richart, in fact, has played in 142 out of 144 regular season games the last two seasons. It's good to have Taylor Richart back pound for pound, the toughest guy in the league. It will be Taylor Richart's fourth season with the Utah Grizzlies. He's the longest current uh, he's the longest tenured current Grizzly player and for Taylor Richard he had 8 goals and 23 assists last season. He'll get it back in the near circle. He'll throw it to Taylor Richard. He fires a shot. He scores! Taylor Richard 
his sixth of the season. And on the power play, the Grizzlies have tied things up. It's a 1-1 game. Shot and a save. Rebound, shot and a score! Taylor Richard is first of the year. And the Grizzlies have tied things up. It's 3-3. Three three. So it's great to have Taylor Richard back in the lineup this year. As for Tegan Zahn, he served as the Grizzlies' captain last year. And uh, for Zahn, he played in all 72 regular season games last year. He also has the role of player-slash-assistant coach for the second straight year as he had that role last season. It almost feels like that role is only going to expand and get bigger this year. But uh, Tegan Zahn had a pretty good year last year for the Grizzlies, and uh, I, you know, he's that team leader. He's the guy that you know has the experience, and Tegan Zahn somebody that's just a great example and a great mentor for all the young players. Now to Mitch Maxwell. Maxwell over on the right side. Maxwell gets hit pretty hard. Now it goes to Tegan Zahn. Zahn with a shot, and he scores! The captain, Tegan Zahn, gets his fourth of the season, and the Grizzlies get on the board first. Tegan Zahn tries to center, gets deflected, and into the back of the net! Tegan Zahn deflected as he tried to center it, and it got deflected off the chest, maybe of a Rapid City skater, and into the back of the net, and the Grizzlies lead 4-2. So Tegan Zahn's back for another year. The forwards coming back, uh, some interesting names uh, returning to the Grizzlies squad. Tim Magali's back in the lineup. He had 14 goals and 14 assists in 39 games. Magali was great in the 2019 playoffs for Utah. He had four goals in three games, including a hat trick in game four for the Grizzlies. Dickinson over to Tim Magali in the left wing. Up top for Davis. Now back to Magali. Magali with a shot and he scores! Tim McGully gives the Grizzlies a 1-0 lead on a power play goal. 15 minutes, 35 seconds left in the second period. Grizzlies lead 2-1 on two Tim McGully goals. McGully flying down the slot. He fires a shot as high off the boards, rolls on to show, and into the back of the net. I think that's a hat trick. I think McGully's going to get credit for the goal, and that's a hat trick for Tim McGully. And we'll see if the fans, uh, there's some hats being thrown on the ice as Tim McGally gets the hat trick. Three goals for the Grizzlies. He's now scored four goals here so far at Maverick Center. One goal on Wednesday night and three goals here tonight. Tim McGally with the hat trick. So, yes, it is great to have Tim McGally back in the lineup for Utah. Other returning forwards include Mike Economos, who returns for his second season in Utah. Eco had 11 goals and 8 assists in 48 games. And it's good to have Mike Economos and his strong work ethic back in the lineup this year. Hanky over in the near corner. Hanky Economos, one-timer, shots, he scores! Mike Economos gets his fourth of the season as he was hanging out in the crease, and JT Hanky threw a great pass to him, and the Grizzlies, with two power play goals, lead this game 2-0. JT Hanky will cross center ice, 13 goals in the season. He'll go to the left wing. He'll stop at the corner. He'll center it to Economos. He'll shoot. He scores! Mike Economos, his second of the night, his third power play goal of the weekend. Mitch Maxwell is back for his third season in Utah. Maxwell had five goals and six assists in 29 games for the Grizzlies, and it's fun to have Mitch Maxwell back in the lineup, the return missionary. Sottenbright gets it, and he'll fling it back to the Grizzlies' end of the ice. Now it's a breakaway. Mitch Maxwell over in the left wing. Maxwell shoots, and he scores! Mitch Maxwell gets his third of the season, and the Grizzlies are back in this one with a shorthanded goal, and it's now a 2-1 game. Tegan Zahn will throw over to the right wing. Now back to Zahn. On to Mitch Maxwell. He shoots. He scores. Mitch Maxwell got a great pass from Tegan Zahn. And the Grizzlies lead this game 2-0. And the faceoff is won. Goes over toward the stillhead side with Jeff King. 
This pass is intercepted. Grizzlies, Mitch Maxwell, he's gonna skate into the empty net. He shoots, he scores! Mitch Maxwell, his second of the game, and the Grizzlies are gonna sweep by the hole. Yes, Grizzlies lead 4-2. Mitch Maxwell picked it off, and he sailed it down to the other end of the ice. And what a game, what a play. Mitch Maxwell, welcome back to Utah. Uh, is one of the fan favorites here on this Grizzly squad, and he can do a little bit of everything. He can score some goals, and if you need him to get into a fight, he can do that and hold his own as well. Mitch Maxwell, like Mike Economos, uh, a couple of those guys that are really good all-around players. There are very few weaknesses to their games. And Tim McGauley, I don't know that there's a more all-around player than Tim McGauley. It seems like you know, whatever you need him to do, uh, Tim McGauley can uh, do the role and uh, do it well. And that's, I think, one of the big things about the Grizzlies this season is that you're going to see a lot of those two-way forwards, forwards that can, uh, you know, play defense as well uh, as well as score goals. You know, the guys are all-around players, and obviously with the Grizzlies, there is a strong emphasis on character and work ethic, and uh, all the guys that are returning from last year's squad certainly meet that criteria. Travis Barron's back to start the regular season for the Grizzlies. He played in 12 games for Utah last season, scoring two goals and six assists. Barron did score one of the seven goals for the Grizzlies in game one, seven to one victory over Idaho. As the faceoff won by the Stillheads. Now it's poked away, Taylor Richard. Over to Travis Barron. Barron with a shot, he scores! Travis Barron to the Grizzlies! Kick the extra point, it's a 7-1 Utah lead. Last regular season game, the Grizzlies got seven on Farragher and the Stillheads, and tonight the Grizzlies put seven on the board on Tomas Scholl. Tanner Nagel's also back trying to make the club. He appeared in nine games for Utah last season, scoring one assist. And so it's going to be interesting, Tanner Nagel, who played in the WHL for the last few years, he's back with the Grizzlies this season. Goaltending looks like it's going to be strong once again this year for Utah. Now, remember, obviously, rosters are subject to change, but uh, remember Mason McDonald, the guy who had a really good year for the Kansas City Mavericks. Well, Mason McDonald's now a member of the Utah Grizzlies. He's very familiar with this league and the Mountain Division, having played for the Kansas City Mavericks the past two seasons. McDonald had a record of 23 wins, 10 losses in regulation, and three overtime or shootout losses. He had a 917 save percentage for Kansas City last season and a 2.54 goals against average. He's a former second-round pick, 34th overall by the Calgary Flames in the 2014 NHL entry draft. So it's going to be fun to see Mason McDonald in a Grizzlies uniform. He's a guy that had a really, really good year with Kansas City last year. Jeff Smith is in his first professional year as a goaltender. He, he had a pretty successful college career at St. Cloud State. Smith played at St. Cloud State for three seasons, compiling a record of 28-16-5. and five. He had a 9-10 career save percentage at St. Cloud State. So Jeff Smith's in camp for the Grizzlies, as well as uh, uh, Blake Watala. And if that last name sounds familiar, he's the brother of Cam Watala, who played for the Grizzlies, I believe, in the 2014-2015 season. Blake played his college hockey at at uh, Salva Regina and left as the program's all-time leader in wins, saves, save percentage, goals against average, and shutouts. And so uh, it's good to have those guys in camp uh, for the Utah Grizzlies. Smith and Watala expected to play in Saturday's game, where I think Mason McDonald's going to be playing in Friday's game, which is a home game at Maverick Center. Gear tickets now for that preseason game. Remember, preseason game, $10 tickets for the general public. If you happen to purchase uh, season tickets or a ticket package, then you can get complimentary tickets for the preseason game. New forwards for the Utah Grizzlies. Cole Castles is somebody to get really excited about. Castles spent three years in the AHL from 2016 through 2018. 
All of them went with, were with the uh, Utica Comets in three AHL seasons. Castle had 15 goals and 29 assists, and he also had a pretty good 2018 playoff run for Utica where he had two goals and one assist. Castle spent last season playing for the, War, the Wolfsburg Grizzly Adams team in Germany. Last year he had seven goals and 17 assists in 50 games in that league. Cole was a third-round 85th overall selection by the Vancouver Canucks in the 2013 entry draft. Also new to the club this year is Felix Lausanne, who's coming off an impressive season in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. In 68 games in that league last season, he had 28 goals and 80 points. Lazon was a uh, plus 54 last season. He had he also had 17 points in 16 playoff games, and I'm really excited to see what this guy is going to do for the Grizzlies this season. Uh, Patrick McGrath is uh, somebody that I believe is going to be a fan favorite by the, the time this season is over with because he's a guy that will drop the gloves. He was sixth in the ECHL in penalty minutes for the Wheeling Nailers in the 2014-2015 season. The last five years he had played in 94 AHL games with the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins from mostly in 2016 through 2019. It's his seventh year as a professional, and so McGrath, a guy's uh, pretty strong. He's not all that tall. He's about 5'10", but he's certainly uh, strong and uh, somebody that I believe will become a fan favorite five penalty minutes at a time. A lot of people are excited about Griffin Molino and what he's able to do for the Grizzlies as we're talking forwards here, the new forwards specifically on the Grizzlies weekly podcast. Molino appeared in five NHL games for the Vancouver Canucks in the 2016-2017 season, and uh, he made his NHL debut on March 28, 2017 for the Canucks against the L.A. Kings. So it's going to be fun to see Griffin Molino, who a lot of people are really excited about. Uh, Molino spent last season with the Toronto Marlies, but also played 10 games for the eventual Kelly Cup champion, Newfoundland Growlers. So Molino's a guy that does have experience. He's somebody that has played at the highest of high levels uh, four or five games with Vancouver three years ago. But uh, it would be a lot of fun to see what Griffin Molino can bring to the table. I remember last year the Grizzlies had some good scoring forwards, some guys that can generate offense out of nothing. And uh, you know it feels like with some of these forwards, obviously still a lot to be decided and still a lot to be determined as uh, the Grizzlies are yet to play a preseason game. But uh, get excited about uh, the possibilities with those players, Griffin Molino. And remember, October 13th is a jersey auction as it's Epilepsy Awareness Night with the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah. Those jerseys will be auctioned off after the game. I'd get a Griffin Molino jersey if I were you because of the five games NHL experience he has. After all, you don't see too many of those guys roaming around that have past NHL experience. So if you want to buy a jersey for Epilepsy Awareness Night, remember those are game-worn jerseys that, will, that are auctioned off after the game. Players obviously will sign them as well. I'd get a Griffin Molino jersey if I were a, a fan that had uh, enough money to uh, purchase one of those jerseys because after all those jerseys auctions, it's almost – those things go for a lot of money. So uh, – um, I would recommend getting a Griffin Molino jersey. That might end up being uh, one of the top sellers. Mason McDonald will probably be uh, one of the top selling uh, jerseys uh, on October 13th for Epilepsy Awareness Night as it's going to be the first specialty jersey of the year. Other forwards, Joe Wegworth, who played at Notre Dame from 2016 through 2019. He had a pretty good year for the Irish. He had seven goals and four assists in 12 games before suffering an injury. Wegworth was a fourth-round pick by the Florida Panthers in the 2014 entry draft. 
So it's going to be a lot of fun to see Joe Wegworth out there. Colin Jacobs, the guy that has a lot of experience in this league as well as um, he has played professionally uh, for uh, six seasons. Um, and uh, he has spent part or uh, part or all of six seasons in the ECHL. Uh, he was a fourth-round pick by the Buffalo Sabres in the 2011 NHL entry draft. Last season, he split time with Kalamazoo and the Wichita Thunder. So Colin Jacobs is new to the Utah Grizzlies team this season. And uh, some guys are on tryout deals. Uh, Dalton Mills, who played last year with the SBHL's Quad City Storm, he had a good year with Quad City, 10 goals and 17 assists in 50 games. And the local guy, C.J. Stubbs, who was born in Pleasant Grove, Utah. He's a Utah native. He played his last four seasons at SUNY Morrisville over, I believe, in the New York area. And in four seasons, he had 43 goals and 60 assists. So C.J. Stubbs is in camp uh, looking for a, a shot at this year's club. And uh, one other forward uh, to mention, a guy that I think is going to uh, – or a guy that does have a good amount of professional experience, not on a tryout deal, is uh, Ryan Wagner, who spent last year with the AHL's Chicago Wolves. He had four goals and three assists in 49 games in the AHL last season. He played at the University of Wisconsin for four seasons. You almost have to say it like uh, you're from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I don't know, something like that. But uh, he played there for four seasons, served as an alternate cap captain in his senior year in the 2017-2018 season. I got to admit, when you hang around Canadians, after a while you start sounding like one. A new defenseman for the Grizzlies, obviously Taylor Richard and Tegan Zahn are back for another season in Utah. But a uh, few defensemen, uh, only seven so far on the roster right now. But uh, look for Peter Tisch, a guy who's in his first year pro as a pro after four years at the University of Wisconsin. So he was a college teammate of Ryan Wagner's. He was actually captain for Wisconsin his senior year, which was uh, just this past season. He had eight goals and 34 assists in 135 games. Good size for a defenseman, 6'1 and 215 pounds. So I'm pretty interest interested in seeing what Peter Tisch can bring to the table this season. He's going to be one of those guys that uh, – you know, there's been a few Wisconsin players that have played with the Grizzlies in the past. Uh, Brad Navin, a former forward uh, for the Grizzlies, comes to mind. And uh, so there's two Wisconsin Badgers on this year's club, Ryan Wagner and Peter Tisch. Uh, Eric Williams, a new defenseman who's in his first year as a pro, had a pretty successful college career at Northeastern University. He had 18 goals and 39 assists. Uh, did get uh, a cup of coffee uh, professionally after his college season was done last year. He played two games of the late Manchester Monarchs, rest in peace, as uh, they folded from the ECHL this last offseason. So the league goes from 27 teams to 26 teams. He also played in Charlotte in the AHL for two games as well. Uh, he's 6'1 and 185 pounds, so he does have uh, pretty good length to him and size as well. Ryan Black's going to be in his first professional season. He appeared in 141 games for Northern Michigan. The last four seasons had two goals and 33 assists. Connor Yao played for four seasons at Dartmouth College. Uh, he was an alternate captain for Dartmouth last season. He was actually on the All-Ivy League second team. So Connor Yao is going to be a member of the Grizzlies as well. And Sean Campbell. Uh, who has some professional experience, uh, plays, uh, appeared in 33 games with three different ECHL teams, um, and uh, he did play uh, uh, last season. So uh, Campbell, who uh, has gotten around in this league uh, a decent amount, so Sean Campbell is in camp as well, and so it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table. 6'1", 194 pounds is Campbell. So a pretty good lineup uh, this season. Obviously, you know, it'll be fun to see him in the preseason, so that's why you got to get your tickets now. At the Maverick Center box office, utahgrizzlies.com. Remember, if you are a season ticket holder 
or you bought a different t- uh, a ticket package, maybe a half season, maybe we got the six-game pack, then uh, you will be able to uh, come to Maverick Center and get some complimentary tickets uh, for Friday's preseason game. So Friday's going to be at Maverick Center. Saturday's going to be at Central Link Arena against the Idaho Steelheads. 60 of these 72 games are going to be against division opponents this season. And uh, so the Grizzlies are going to get very familiar with the Idaho Steelheads as they will meet 16 times. Grizzlies will also play the Rapid City Rush 13 times, the Allen Americans nine games, the Kansas City Mavericks the eight times, and the Wichita Thunder and Tulsa Oilers six games each. Some of the um, non-division games uh, are very interesting. In fact, there are three non-division opponents coming to Maverick Center around that Thanksgiving time, early December. They're going to be very interesting. Uh, the uh, Orlando Solar Bears come to Maverick Center on November 22nd and 23rd. Now, remember the Orlando Solar Bears were the opponents when the Utah Grizzlies won the Turner Cup, when they won the 1996 Turner Cup uh, back when both teams were in the International Hockey League, the I, the old IHL, the Grizzlies, that in the finals that year, they faced the Orlando Solar Bears. So uh, and I think it's the first time that Orlando is back since then. So uh, it might be. I, I'm not sure. They probably met uh, in uh, years after the 96 uh, Turner Cup uh, in the uh, IHL, but uh, – this will be the first time in the ECHL, I believe, that Orlando is going to visit uh, the state of Utah. So it would be fun to see those guys. The Florida Everblades, who it seems like are at the top of the standings um, year in and year out in the Eastern Conference, the Florida Everblades is going to pay a visit to uh, Maverick Center. They'll be here on November 27th, 29th, and 30th. And the defending Kelly Cup champion, Newfoundland Growlers, is going to be at Maverick Center on December 11th, 13th, and 14th. So it will be fun seeing the defending champs uh, their captain last season was James Melindy, who played for the Grizzlies in the 2017-2018 season. So uh, for the Grizzlies, it's going to be a fun year. Uh, the, this Grizzlies weekly podcast, we're going to do it every week, and we're just going to talk about everything in the world of hockey and the Utah Grizzlies. And so it'll be a lot of fun as the season progresses. Obviously, we'll have some exclusive interviews, some game highlights, uh, things of that nature. And uh, so Grizzlies Weekly the podcast that uh, you can't miss for all things Utah Grizzlies. So a new season, and it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens as the year transpires, but uh, I think that's going to be one of those things. And uh, one other note, all 72 regular season games are going to be on KSOP. It's going to be on Classic Country 1370 and in HD at 104.3 FM HD2. So you got to make sure that uh, you have that station P1 right there on the dial you got to know to go to Classic Country 1370 to listen to every regular season game for the Utah Grizzlies this season. So Classic Country is the place to go. Classic Country 1370 and in HD at 104.3 FM HD2. I don't look good in HD, but I have been told that I sound pretty decent in HD. So that's our home for the Utah Grizzlies this season. Thanks for tuning in to the first Utah Grizzlies weekly podcast. I'm Tyson Whiting. Until next time, remember remember the preseason games on October 4th and 5th. I'm Tyson Whiting. It is what it is.